It's been a long time since I celebrated the Feast of the Ascension on the 40th day since the Resurrection. When I was a little boy, this was always a part of the calendar. And so in a way, it's a, a step back in time. God is outside of time. He is the Eternal One. And tonight, in a beautiful way, His Paschal Mystery comes to its completion. I was thinking of things that, oh, from many years ago, a Greek word, it's the word sarx, which is the word for the flesh. I had to write a paper when I was in college on the mystery of Christ when in the hypostatic union a divine person took on a human nature. All of this defined beautifully at Chalcedon in 451. We studied Greek when we were in college, again in the seminary in Rome. We had little ways of learning a difficult language, or so it seemed. And I remember some things better than others. Doulos is the Greek word for slave. We even had a little mnemonic device that there was a non-alcoholic beer called Oduls. We'd say that I will not be a slave to alcohol. Doulos, slave. Sarks has to do with the flesh that Jesus took on in the Incarnation. Our experience of the flesh is not always such a happy one. There's a song that was titled Flesh for Fantasy. And then, of course, we hear that uh, St. John enumerates the great pitfalls of the human heart that the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Jesus himself says, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so our experience as fallen human beings, all each one of us a survivor of original sin. We know these struggles, two of the capital sins, gluttony, which has to do with our physical appetites and lust, has to do with our sexual appetites, the many struggles of the human heart. And in the Incarnation, when the Word became flesh, He begins the healing of all flesh, the uniting of all hearts, the reconciliation of heaven and earth. There's a book by San Zuperi, The Little Prince. There's a famous figure in there that struggles with alcohol. The Little Prince asks him, Why do you drink? He says, to forget. To forget what? That I drink. The nature of sin is a, a very insidious one. It pulls us down. And so the Paschal mystery, its completion, the ascension, pulls us up. It's the redemption of our bodies. You see that in sin, we were damaged. Almost irreparably, it's so it seemed and an infinite offense against the majesty of God. But God, by becoming one of us, could heal us. And in the beginning, in the Incarnation, where He unites our flesh with His nature, and the night that He was betrayed, the institution of the Eucharist, that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot have life within you. And now we see His nature, his divine nature united to our human nature, ascending into heaven, a place that was lost for us by our first parents and won for us now by God's only begotten Son. So much did He love the world then and now that this great mystery is our hope. It gives us courage that our spirits are willing. Our flesh is still very weak. We have to be so careful of what we see with our eyes lest we covet with our hearts. And yet now there is hope. We can be courageous in our trials, recognizing that our human nature has a place in God's kingdom. As He ascends into heaven, sure, He has His wounds. 
to remind us that love is sacrificial. It suffers. In the world to come, there will be no suffering. But down here, there's no love without it. And the greater love, the more the capacity for sacrifice, the more courage at the foot of the cross. The greatest love a human heart ever had was an immaculate one, one conceived without sin, our mother, the mother of our Savior, and she loves us, prays for us now and at the hour of our death. Let's end with a thought about mothers. It was at a catechese of the Good Shepherd Conference that I attended recently, and this lady was telling us something she had learned, that when we're little, babies, mostly movable cartilage, our cheeks are so precious that hardly anybody can refrain from pinching them, rubbing them, which does something in the baby's mind and heart. It releases all these little synapses start to fire and hormones start to flow. When you rub a baby's cheek, he or she knows that he is loved. And every time that little baby nurses those cheeks, touches dear mama, he knows he's loved. God designed us for love. Our bodies sometimes betray us. Concupiscence will be with us until the end of the age. But in Christ, His body, His flesh, it begins to heal us. It reminds us that His Father is our Father. And He loves us. And our hearts, even though the sin turns us away, His flesh unites, heals, and reconciles. This great feast, the completion of his Paschal mystery, what he came into this world to accomplish was to teach us love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen.